Something a bit different for us now. We're going to uh, American soccer. Um, he plays football in New Zealand, but he plays soccer in the US on a scholarship at Manhattan College in New York. His name's Harry Bark. He's played for the All Whites uh, underage teams as well. Harry, welcome in from the US. Awesome. Thank you very much for having me. How you doing? Yeah, good, mate. Manhattan College in New York. How did that come about? Yep. Well, it's, it's, it's a long story and a long process, but um, basically after I finished, finished high school, wasn't really too sure what I was going to do. Um, you know, I was down at the Wellington Phoenix in, in Wellington, obviously, and I was like, I need to study, but I also want to play, play football. So um, I got in contact with an agent that sort of had a connection through the Phoenix and, you know, took out a, a lot of the... Uh, the Phoenix boys over to the States really and got them kind of hooked up with colleges and whatnot and got in contact with Manhattan College, really liked it, talked to the coach, um, gave me a gave me a scholarship and a year later I flew over and I, everything started, you know. That's so cool. And I've looked I've looked at the team roster. There's mainly Americans, of course, but there's uh, yeah. fr- French guys, British guys, and another Kiwi. You, yeah. you and uh, Henry Hamilton are both there as well. Yeah, there's actually another one as well, Noah Boy. So there's three of us. There's three Kiwis there. Is that which, which is which is pretty, which is ideal? Yeah. Is that do you go hunting for mints and cheese pies and chips and dip, or <laughs> what, what are you up to as Kiwis? Honestly, we we actually look out for like, you know, there's a few Australian cafes. It's not not quite New Zealand, but you know they've got the Vegemite on toast and whatnot. <laughs> so you know we, we've got our stuff, and our family sends us over Marmite and. Whitakers and whatnot, and, and licorice. So we're, we're doing it right for ourselves. <laughs> now, Manhattan College, your football team is you're the Manhattan Jaspers. Can you tell me what a yep. Jasper is? Um, well, the Jasper goes after our mascot, which is Brother Jasper. So our school is actually a it's like a Lestalian college. So it goes back for like through Catholicism and all that kind of stuff. So our our uh, mascot is like a brother, like a religious figure. And he's his name's Brother Jasper. Wow! And is, is your football team and your track team are they all Jaspers as well? Yeah, all the sports teams are all Jaspers. Wow! Now you're playing D one over there, so it's a good good level of uh, football or soccer. Um, do, do you travel? Is mo- are most of your games in New York, in and around New York? How far afield do you get to play? Yeah, so we're actually going to travel quite a bit, actually. So there's a few teams based in New York, so. We're like just outside of Manhattan, like despite the name of the college being Manhattan College, we're just outside of Manhattan. But we we play schools in New York, the state, Connecticut, a few in Maryland. We go up to Buffalo, New York, which is right by like Niagara Falls, like the border of Canada. Um, So we we get around, you know, like it's good to see different parts of the country and also like get out of the city at the same time. So, yeah, we we get get around. It's, It's good. And what's 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 college life like in America? You've you you probably have mates at university in New Zealand. How yeah. diff- how different is it? Honestly, it's it's a different world to be completely honest. Like I've had friends go to Vic in Auckland and and Otago and whatnot, and they have completely different experiences to what I what I'm like having here. You know, so everyone pretty much lives on campus. There's very few commuters to say the least. The school I go to is there's is quite a few commuters to, compared to most colleges, but you get majority of the of the students living on campus. Um, 
and it's very a lot of the schools are very sports based. So you've got a lot of people going to the basketball games. Like we have lacrosse over here, the lacrosse games, uh, the soccer games. Um, so it's very like it's a very very college community, I guess. You know, so you got it, it, everyone sort of knows each other. Which is, which is quite cool. Yeah. So, so are you are you like considered that generalisation term? Are you considered a jock, or is that the is that the American football players? Honestly, I would say that's more of the American American football players <laughs> because our, our soccer team is too diverse. You know, we've got players from all around the world. So, the lack of Americans, I guess, kind of takes the jock out of us, to be honest. But. No, not quite jock yet. <laughs> you, you played at Westlake under Neil Emblem, who is a very well-performed yes. p- uh, footballer himself and coach. He's, he's been assistant coach and caretaker coach of the All Whites, uh, very decorated coach. How important was the tutelage you received under him while you are at Westlake? Yeah, I mean, it was good because he brought quite a lot of younger players at the time um, up into the first 11, which was really good experience at the end of the day because – as younger players are kind of nervous and you're still kind of trying to break into the team and get to know players and kind of get out of your own like comfort zones. And he really got a lot of us players and especially myself to kind of get out of that comfort zone and, and merge in with the older boys and prepare myself to play with older players, bigger players and ultimately better players. So that was a really good experience being one of those younger boys and, and playing with the older lads and getting to, you know, fit, fit into the squad at the end of the day. You've been to a World Cup. You're still a bloody young man, but you've been to the World Cup, the Under-17 2019 World Cup. What was that experience like for you? That, oh, wow. That was, that was, a, it was a highlight. It was one of, one of the best things of my, of my football career, I guess. It was, it was unbelievable. Just kind of being surrounded by that professional environment was, was great. Like, we played Argentina, their Under-17 squad in Argentina, wow. um, which, was, which was awesome. And, we got to train at their um, their that was for our, our pre World Cup camp. So we we trained at the Argentinians national team's facilities, which was which was pretty remarkable. Um, we played against Mexico for a pre World Cup game. Um, then we got got to Brazil. We stayed in Brasilia, played against Brazil at Brazil, which was you know that was about twenty five thousand people there, all cheering for the Brazilians, you know, chanting against us, which was which was pretty unreal. Um, Angola, Canada, those two teams as well. So, it, yeah, it was it was incredible. It was incredible. I really can't compare it to anything else I've done. Um, and really do cherish those those moments in my in my journey. I guess so. It was great. What What's the big difference? Like you've just mentioned two powerhouses of football, Brazil and Argentina, and you're all under seventeen. What What's the difference between an under seventeen year old Brazilian Argentinian footballer and a Kiwi under seventeen footballer? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's it's a, it's not different, but it is at the same time. You know, like a lot of us boys were playing at the highest level you can in New Zealand. Um, like a lot of us were at the Wellington Phoenix Academy. There was quite a few boys from Ole, um, another academy in Wellington. Quite a lot of boys from Auckland. And if you just compare those to those academies to where the Brazilian guys are playing at, you know, they're at professional clubs in, in Brazil, which obviously has a very, you know, well-known league over there. You know, they've got players playing in Premier League academies, um, like teams in Italy, Spain. So just the the overall quality 
they've just developed a bit faster than us, you know. But we, you know, we put up a good fight. You know, we had, we had some really good players out there, and and it was just a real good experience for us to play against players like that. Mm. Now you get, you'll be well aware. You get one chance at life. You get one chance at a football career. Do you feel like being at Manhattan College is your best option for you at the moment? Yeah, it's just over here. It's great because I get to play at a, I would say, a very high standard of, of football as well as you know, it not being my only pathway. Like I'm, I'm getting myself a, a, a business degree, which is going to help me off out in the future. And if all things go badly with, with football, you know, I've got something to fall back on. So I feel like for me that that's really been a, a good driving force, being able to have a plan B instead of just going all guns blazing for, you know, getting that professional contract. Um, so that that's kind of where I valued the, the American college route over just, you know, going straight for professional, I guess. Because yeah, as blokes, it's hard to focus on two things at once. We're really good at focusing on one. So how do you split yeah. your time between football and your majoring in business? How, how do you um, yeah. sort of wind your way through that? Um, it, it's tough. It's really tough. You know, we're, we're training four or five days a week, um, two, two and a half hours and, you know, you've got to recover because you're training that much. You're playing two games a week in season, um, taking five classes on top of that. You've got assignments to do and, and whatnot. So it's just all about using that free time really to to get your homework done, get a bit of study in and, and, and kind of smashing it all out when, when you kind of have that free time. Um, but it's good because, you know, I'm living with all the guys on, on the football team, so... We all, we're all in the same boat. We all help each other out. We'll all allocate some time together to sit down at the dining table and, and study together. So it's, it's it's a good kind of balance that we all manage to do. So, I, yeah, I um, feel like I can balance that reasonably well. Any social life, Harry? Yeah. I mean, it, it, we're, we're right outside New York City, you know. We're <laughs> at the subway. The number one subway is literally about a two-minute walk from my dorm. So... In the weekends, if we want to head down to the city and grab lunch and, you know, go to Times Square or check out whatever New York has to offer, you know, it, it's right there for us. So, you know, I see myself going to the city quite a lot, um, which is pretty awesome. And I, my girlfriend lives in the city as well. So I kind of get the best of both worlds being outside of the city, away from the, the hustle and bustle and also getting to, you know, the accessibility to just hop on the subway 25, 30 minutes off be right in Manhattan so it's a good good bit of social activity we get we get going on around here nice I'm talking to Harry Bark he's played age group for the All Whites currently playing for the Manhattan College Jaspers in the D1 League of football over there you mentioned majoring in business and uh, I read that your goal is to open your own business what kind of business would you be quite keen to get into um you know, I've, got a, I've got a few ideas you know I, I really want to be, be stuck around sports and specifically football. Um, I like well when I was at home last, I was I was coaching um, some some younger some younger dudes at uh, Hibiscus Coast and under I think it was under eight or nine age group. I would really be into you know opening like a kind of one on one, maybe soccer kind of uh, individual sessions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which which I used to do when I was younger, which I really enjoyed, and I think you know I could share some of my knowledge to some of the younger folks that want to pursue football in their life. Um, and also just maybe 
sports marketing or something along those lines. So I'm still figuring out as I as I'm working through my degree. But you know, I, I really want to stick around around football or at least sports. Um, philosophy of the game in the US versus the philosophy of the game in New Zealand. Like, do the form other formations different? Others, the mindset different? Like, you've spent time. I guess the closest you've had was either Westlake or Scots or or the Phoenix Academy versus the college mm-hmm. football system in America. Is there a difference in philosophy on how you play the game between the two setups? Yeah, I mean, you know, you you do see similar formations and and tactics and whatnot, but. The, the game, like the rules of the game are, are different to what I, you know, grew up in New Zealand playing. So just for a start, so there's no like additional time. So if there's, if the half is 45 minutes, the half is 45 minutes. So you don't get, you don't get 45 minutes plus three minutes at a time. You know what I mean? Oh. Um, so as soon as it hits the 45, half time. As soon as it hits 90, full time. Um, following from that, there's rolling subs. So if you come off, you can come back on. Um, so, you know, this, I mean, when I first came over here, first first few games, you know, I get brought off in the 50th minute, get put back in, in the 75th minute. So that's, that's a different way. And, and overall, it does change the way of the game, you know. Like, it's more of like all guns blazing. Like, you, you run your socks off until, you you know, you're done. And then you come off, you have a breather for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and then coach puts you back in. So it's, it's more like, I would say, not less tactical, but, more, you know, you're, you're finding yourself running a lot more. You're playing against, you know, faster athletic players. And hmm. and instead of, you know, the, the technical one-twos, passing around players, triangles, you know, you see that a little bit. But overall, it's, 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 a lot, it's, it's quite different. And finally, I saw one of your hobbies slash pastimes is golf. You're blessed with golf courses in your part of the world. Uh, have you been on any of the big dogs? Actually, yeah, I, I haven't been on any of the big dogs, but uh, when I was up in Boston, um, I went for a, a, round, a nine-hole round of, of, of golfing at quite a nice golf course up there. On the top of my head, I can't remember the name of the course, but it was very nice, very nice. I do, I do like the occasional uh, golfing day out. Perfect, as we all do. Harry Bark's been a joy to talk to you. We wish you wish you very well with your time that you've got left up there in Manhattan, and we'll we'll follow your career and your progress. And I wish you all the best. And thanks for joining us today. Awesome. Yeah, of course. Thank you very much for the talk.